welcome to the Live Well for Longer podcast, the podcast for people who want to learn the art and science of healthy aging and longevity. Join me, Sarah Little, a wellbeing science specialist and positive psychology practitioner, as I share the psychology and behaviors associated with longevity and quality of life. Let's begin. Last year, I went on a happiness pilgrimage where I said yes to life in a whole year. You know that show with Jim Carrey and he says he has to say yes to things. I don't remember the name, but he has to say yes to life. And I think it's called Yes Man. And that's what I did in 2023. There's also another great movie out if you have children and it's about a yes day and it's where the family have a yes day. Well, I had a yes year and I said yes to everything, everything. It was scary because I did have to go out of my comfort zone and I did do things that I would never ever in a million years have done, honestly. I am the most shyest introverted person. And I learned a lot from that year. I learned a lot about what I like as a person and what makes me feel happy and healthy. But I also learned a lot about what I don't want. And so when 2024 rolled around, it was a whole different story because I was thinking, how am I going to have another amazing year? I didn't want to say yes to everything all over again because whilst I did enjoy having a yes year and I definitely would recommend it, I just wanted to take my yes year and elevate it just ever so slightly, just tweak it so it felt a little bit better for me. I didn't want to say yes to to some things that I'd done last year. There are some things that I go, oh, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But there are some things that I just would love to do again. And when I started to think about my yes year and I started to think about all the work I had done in my Masters of Applied Positive Psychology and everything I had learned. I started to piece some thematic themes together. And I think this is really important because there are so many theories in positive psychology. There are so many ways to be happy, basically, right? So many scientifically proven ways to be happy, to be healthy, to sleep well, to bond with others, to eat well, to look after and nurture our brains. There are so many ways. And I learned this from my happiness year, my happiness pilgrimage. But I think there's only a certain amount of ways that kind of suited me when I look back. And I realized this when I was thinking about my own happiness pilgrimage. The fact was there were certain environments, certain people, certain clothing, there were certain things that just felt right for me and there were other things even though they had the scientific evidence to showcase their brilliance they just weren't for me 
And if you can hear some coughing, that is Luna coughing in the background. So 2024 rolls around, right? And here I am going, how am I going to make this even better? What am I going to do? Given we have time, money, energy, budgets, we can't just go out and spend a whole year just having complete and utter fun with unlimited funds. It's just not doable. And even if it was, it's not actually going to make you happy because evidence is out on that. You know, it's not what you do. It's not the time and the money. That's the factor. So I was thinking that this year would be about my home frequency. It would be about doing, saying yes to things that were aligned with my home frequency. And I don't know where this word came from because it's definitely not something I have read. It's kind of one of those funny words. I think it's a bit woo and I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not very woo these days. I used to be and I love my woo friends. However, when this word came to me, I was like, mm, that is just a little bit too woo for me because there's no evidence on it. There's no research. No one's conducted any systematic reviews or meta-analysis on, on this on home frequency. Heck, I don't even know what it is myself. I'm still learning about it. But I just knew what it was in my core when it came up. And then I started to piece things together. So let me just go into detail about the home frequency thing, because I think it's important just to get on the same page with it and give it a little bit of a definition. So let me give you a story. So you're shopping for clothes and you want to find the most amazing, beautiful dress for an upcoming event you have. And you want to stand out, but still fit in. You don't want to, you know, be the centerpiece. You want to be able to be seen, but also still be able to be yourself in this situation. So you're trying on dresses and you might try on a couple dresses. One might be too tight. One might be too loose, or they might just not fit you in the right places. I have a pear-shaped body, so I have to find the right kind of pants. And sometimes they're too big in the waist and too small in the butt. So, you know, you might find yourself feeling a little funny in some of these outfits, these dresses that you're trying on, because they're not fitting in the right spots. And then also you might find that you're trying on dresses that are absolutely stunning on the coat hanger. When you're looking at them in the store, you're like, oh my God, this is this is my dress. Look at this gorgeous dress. And then you put it on and you're like, it's a gorgeous dress. And it looks probably looks really good, right? And even the shopkeepers might say, that's gorgeous on you. But you just don't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. Now, of course, you might try on that gorgeous dress and it does feel right. Now, this is the same with thing with our home frequency. So I've just given you an example of all the things your home frequency is not. So now you try on a dress. It fits right. It feels right. It looks good. You feel comfortable. You feel confident. You feel like you can stand out and shine, but also still blend in and be yourself. So the same is true for our home frequency. It's the thing that makes us feel at home in our body. We just feel comfortable. It's like 
going home to remember when you were young you'd go to your nana's in your papa's house or maybe an auntie or uncle's place and it just felt like home I remember I had an auntie and whenever I went there she'd give me hot chocolate with marshmallows and it just it just felt like home like I felt comfortable I felt like I could be myself and I felt like I could thrive as myself right so your home frequency is neither soft nor hard it's neither the soft life or the hard life it's kind of that space in between because there's still room for you to grow and and improve but as it stands it is the place that you just feel like this energy this thing this whatever this is whether it's an object a job an environment it feels right for you at that time it feels like the right step to take so I was in the shop the other day and I had to buy a few things I had to buy a brush and I had to buy some I wanted to buy some really nice cleaning uh non-toxic cleaning material um like spray and wipe and stuff and when I was in there oh my god I who would have thought there were so many brushes one and who would have thought there are so many cleaning products too well I I just tuned into this home frequency again and I was like oh my god what feels like my home like what feels right for me and the choice became exceedingly obvious like it was so clear what was right for me and I think that I've done a lot of work on myself so I know what feels good I guess I would define my home frequency as relaxed elegance. I like elegant, sophisticated things, environments, people, but I don't like it so elegant that it makes you feel uncomfortable or it's so rigid in their rules. Sometimes in the elegant world, there can be a lot of etiquette and a lot of um, instruction around how to behave. And I like a little bit more relaxed. I like a state where I can feel like mm, I can get that clothing dirty if I want to. It's not a big deal. And I also like the longevity and versatility of something. So I like it when I can wear a pair of pants in the daytime when I'm just around the house, but also dress them up if I have to go and have a cocktail with a friend. And so I guess the versatility and the longevity is also probably a part of my home frequency. So we've talked a little bit about home frequency. So hopefully now you have this idea about what it is and what it means. And we're going to talk a little bit more about how to navigate with the world and this year with your home frequencies so that you can feel happier, feel healthier and thrive. So establishing your home frequency. How do we do this? This is something that I think I'm really good at because I've just spent a long time working on myself and figuring myself out, figuring life out. But if you're not, I would say to start with two things. One is a vision board. So you can do this tactilely, like on a piece of paper or cardboard, or you can do it on Canva. Canva is that free software that you can use to create all sorts of things. And what you really want to do with your vision board is add any items on there that feel right for you, like they feel like your home frequency. So I'm going to give you an example here. 
So for me, hot chocolate is one of my home frequencies. I love hot chocolate. Like it's, it just, it soothes my soul. And I guess that's what the home frequency is. It's not only alignment with mind and body, but it's alignment with your soul as well. And so hot chocolate aligns for me. Things that are really clean and clear and geometrical, like straight lines. I love straight lines. <laughs> I love um, my checklist with my little boxes that I have to tick off. I love things that are orderly and logical. So these are things that I would put on my vision board is like things that are orderly, logical. On my vision board that I have for the year next to me, I've got a lot of natural fibers and anything natural is aligned with my home frequency. So natural fibers such as natural pillows, a natural sofa, things that are aligned with my home frequency are definitely natural. I've also got a lot, I have a lot of words. So obviously a vision board can be images, but I put some words on there as well because words to me are life. <laughs> words, writing is definitely part of my home frequency. And so I have a lot of words around experiences that I want to have this year. So I want to have more experiences this year, make more memories, have more bonding. And that is a big part of my home frequency. Wonderful experiences, experiences where I make memories. Now, another thing you can do, if vision board isn't quite your thing, you can create, you can brainstorm your ideal day. So what you do is you go through your ideal day from start to finish and you brainstorm. If money and time were no option, what would you do? What would you do in your ideal day? What would you be surrounded by? How would you be thinking? What would you be doing? I used to do this exercise former in another lifetime when I used to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. And we used to, it was, we used to brainstorm the ideal day. And often with clients, I'd find that they'd always speak from their head. They'd say, this is what I would do. And the thing with the home frequency is it's not just about looking into your head it's about what is in your soul what do you have this deep inner yearning for what lights you up when you see it you know you go yes that is me my puppy is looking at me because she wants to go outside so I'll just let her outside so this year I've been looking at how can I redecorate our house and I want to do it on a budget with both time and money because Let's be honest, I don't have all that much time to do it and to learn about decorating and, you know, and it can get quite costly. Each room can easily be $10,000 I've found. So I've been looking at how am I going to redesign the house in a way that already honors the existing structure, but it builds upon it. So one example is that I've started researching about how to design interior design and I love learning about interior design I found but there are so many ways to redesign your room and you know make your home look beautiful and I go oh I find something I go oh that's perfect I find something else and I go oh that's perfect and I love the Hampton Hamptons aesthetic so it's very white, it's very minimal. I love that Hamptons aesthetic. 
But then I look at my existing house and I go, I don't think the Hamptons aesthetic is going to actually suit it because my house is very earthy. It's an old 1850s cottage. It's got a lot of brick. It's got a lot of wood and it just not the kind that you find in the Hamptons, right? And so I go, okay, so two things. I'm working with what I've got, right? I can't redo the entire house and, you know, do everything that I want to do. So what are the key things that if done would make the biggest impact? What are the key things that I want to bring in that allow me to feel that sense of home frequency in my environment at home, right? So that's what I'm working on at the moment. So to, so the two things were vision board your ideal day and then brainstorm it, write it down from start, from when you first wake up in the morning to when you go to bed. And then if you can, call it out in a few words, list it in a, in a few simple words, just like I did at the beginning of the podcast. I said my home frequency is very relaxed. It's elegant. It's around long, the longevity of items and it's very classic. So that is the first step is really just get familiar with your home frequency. What feels like home for you? And I'm not just talking about, as you probably explored from the vision board in your ideal day, I'm not just talking about like your living space, like your home space. I am actually talking about your entire life. Do your friends and that you hang out with, do they feel like your home frequency? Can you be your best self with them? Do, does your wardrobe feel like your home frequency? Do you feel like it represents your best self and you're excited, you're proud, you're confident to wear these clothes every day, right? As the book that you're reading right now, does that represent your home frequency? So these are all things you can uh, think about. And this is the next stage. So initially we looked at this very creative stage where you brainstormed and you established your home frequency. So you establish a rough idea and you, you'll probably find that with time it will change. So you've established that home frequency. Now you're going to assess. So I want you to assess one area of your life to work on, to build this home frequency in, right? So you can go through, if you feel caught, if you already know an area, I'd just start with that. But I'm just going to share with you some different areas of your life that you, you might possibly want to consider starting with. So we have your career or your business. We have friends, family, colleagues. We have relationships. We also have your home and your environment, such as your car space or your office. Then there's your body, your appearance, your aesthetics, your clothing. So it's the way you dress, the way you look, the way you feel in your body. We have money and finances. We have your health and your wellness. So mind, body, spirit, how are you looking after your health and your wellness? We have fun and recreation, including hobbies and leisure activities. And then we have love, like romantic relationships, such as your partner. And we have pleasure. So think about one of these areas that you want to possibly work on imbuing your home frequency in. So this is really assessing. So which area do you think would have the biggest impact on your life if you refined it a little bit more? 
So if you feel called, you could rate each one out of 10, one out of 10 being you're really happy with it already or you're not happy with it and work on the one that you rated a one, the one that you're not so happy with. Or you could just feel into it and let yourself just explore, be curious and work, choose one to work on. So after you've assessed the area that you're like, "Mm, I'm going to bring my home frequency into that area, it's time to start planning because you can't obviously just go in and be like a bulldozer and bulldoze a new pathway and bulldoze and, and start again with a lot of stuff. You actually have to look at what you've already got and work with that, right? So now we're looking at planning the area so that it aligns with your home frequency. So the first thing to obviously do is to go, in what ways does this not align with my home frequency? What things are not aligned here? So let's say you're looking at updating your wardrobe, this your aesthetics, your wardrobe, your makeup. You might go through your wardrobe and look at each item and go, does this fit me? Do I feel comfortable in this? Does this represent my home frequency? And if the answer is no for those questions, you might go, okay, well, it's time to get rid of this item. We'll put it aside for 30 days. And if you don't end up tucking into it and trying to get it out of the bag, then it's time to donate it. So look at what what does not align with your home frequency. And then you can start to look at what does align with my home frequency. And you can draw upon here your vision board, your ideal day, and you can look to those places. Another great thing to do is to look to the people who you aspire to be like or you're inspired by and to see what are the specific attributes for that area of their life are they harnessing? And is that something you're called to harness too? So after you've planned out how you're going to, you know, what you're going to like delete from your life and what you want to add into your life, it's now time to have fun and to curate those that area of your life. So curate it so it's aligned and it represents your ideal frequency. So as an example, let's say you're working on your kitchen and you're like, I want to have a kitchen that represents my home frequency. And your home frequency might be very minimal. It might be very healthy. It might be very aesthetically pleasing, so very beautiful. You might look at all the things in your kitchen already, such as your inside your fridge, your home appliances, and even the way it's laid out. And ask yourself for each of those things, does that kettle, does inside of your fridge, does your pantry represent your home frequency? And if they don't, then now's the time to curate it and bring back, bring into your space things that will help you to make it so it does represent your home frequency. You might want to update your fridge with healthier food. You might want to buy a new kettle or buy a juicer or add items or change the layout so that your healthy items are more visible for you to be able to use them. And you might want to update your pantry so that you are it's not neatly organized and then adding in fresh, beautiful flowers. So it brings in that beauty element, but it really comes down to, does it feel right for you? Like, does it feel right? Is it a full body? Yes. And when you're curating it, don't think about just the big decisions. It's really about the micro decisions in your daily life. So you might choose to not meditate each day, but you know that meditating aligns you with your home frequency 
maybe you can make a micro decision to meditate just for two minutes. It doesn't have to be 20, it can be two. Another micro decision might be to put all the dishes away after dinner so that in the morning your kitchen is aligned with your home frequency. So after you've curated your space, it's then time to refine it because things are going to change, your energy is going to shift and you're going to find that over time it might not feel like your home frequency anymore. Now, there's definitely going to be times in your life where you outgrow things. So refining is an ongoing process where you should constantly look at these areas of your life and constantly ask yourself if they're curated to represent your home frequency. So as an example, recently I had a friend who I was pretty good friends with, but over time I realized that actually like we were friends but she didn't kind of represent my home frequency. We were kind of on different levels in lots of ways. And so instead of saying, oh, just going to cut her out of my life, I just decided that she's more of an acquaintance for me. I still get along with her and I still like speaking with her, but it's better if we just talk when we're at events with each other. And so the same's true for many of our things in our life. It's not about cutting things out and just, alleviating things from our life but just really refining them so that they're in a different section of our life right now that is the um, process that I've been working on to really work through my life to work through updating my house so it represents my home frequency and really um, updating my life just generally in so many ways so we talked about establishing your home frequency assessing it assessing the areas, planning, making a plan for how you're going to curate it, which is the next item, and then refining it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a little bit different to what we normally do. So let me know if you did or if you didn't. You know, your home frequency is something that you carry in you. It's something that is, I believe, it's a unique spark in you that only you have. And when you are creating an environment clothing, you know, friendship groups, when you're creating a life that represents your home frequency, I do believe that you're more equipped to thrive and you're more equipped to bring your unique essence into the world. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know by leaving a review or coming on over to Instagram and just letting me know over there by sending me a DM. And I would love to hear about you and what your home frequency represents. So do let me know that too. All right, enjoy this day. As we conclude this Live Well for Longer podcast episode, we sincerely appreciate your presence on this journey. Your support fuels our mission. So remember to subscribe and leave your thoughts. And if you'd like to download a positive aging manifesto with seven traits to age healthy, and happy, then visit positiveaginginstitute.com slash manifesto. Until next time, live a connected and committed life.